Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. My message is called The Father's Playbook. So I coached and played football since 1978, do the math. <laughs> and through all those relationships, I learned a lot about the game, learned a lot about life, and what I'm gonna talk about is how I kind of merge those things together. Anybody here know anything about football? Okay, let's do it the other way. Who doesn't know anything about football so I can bring, oh good, there's only a few of you, perfect. I mean, not, not this one, by the way. The, that one, forgot, okay. <laughs> so football is one of those sports where, believe it or not, I play with guys that are 5'6", I play with guys that are 6'10". Play with guys that are 125 pounds, I play with guys that are 400 pounds. There's a place for everybody on that field. And there's a, there's, I play with poor kids, rich kids, kids that didn't speak English. It's a, it's a microcosm of life and actually a little snapshot of what heaven's gonna be like. It's gonna be everything up there, I promise, <laughs> okay? Now, my style of coaching, I'm not really a big screamer. I'm not a big criticizer. If, I, if you hear my voice loud on the field, it's because I'm praising. So today, as, you, as I talk, remember, I'm actually encouraging you I'm trying to praise you. I'm trying to pull something out of you because I know it's there. And if you feel a little intimidated, it's okay. Just put 10 toes in and get ready. Okay? <laughs> Football people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so the biggest indicator when I talk to people and coach is ask questions. Because if I ask a question, how you respond tells me what you saw and how you're interpreting what you saw. So I'll be asking questions today as I go through my message. You're gonna hear me ask things and answer and ask and answer and ask. So be prepared to take notes, be prepared to be ready. All I ask is that you be honest with yourself. Give your primary gut response because that's where the Holy Spirit's gonna meet you. Don't let your mind get in the way of a breakthrough or revelation. Because that's the danger is like, I wanna write down what I'm supposed to. We're not doing that today. So I'm gonna get into it. So there's three A's, it's not triple A, I tried. You can't get a toe, I'm not gonna jump your car, but I have no discounts on travel. But I can get you out of something while everybody else is passing you by. I can bring some energy back to your life and I can open up the world differently for your eyes. So the first A is assignment, I'm sorry, alignment. You got it up? Okay, alignment definition an arrangement of things or forces in relation to one another. In football, this is really important. If we can't line up, we can't do anything. We've gotta know where we're supposed to be, this the vertically and horizontally. What's my position? Where am I supposed to stand? What's my stance to execute what I'm asked to do? What am I gonna do? Where, and here's the thing about football, it's great. When you're out of alignment, it's usually a penalty. You're not in the right place. It's an immediate response that, hey, you're in the wrong place, kind of like life, yeah. kind of like Bible, right? So the first thing about alignment, so here's my first question. Remember, there's no wrong answers, actually. The only wrong answers is you lying to yourself. Yeah. Write down your initial response. Don't deep fake yourself. Nobody's looking at your answer. Write down your answer. So my first question, where do you prioritize 
your relationship with God in your life? Where is he? Is he the Lord and you seek him every day? Or is he a savior you only reach out to when you're in trouble? Or you're still trying to figure out who this guy is? Who is this God guy? Now, me personally, I've lived through all three of those phases. I used to be in investment banking. And there was a phrase called GCA. And it wasn't God commands Andre. I tried that. <laughs> it stands for gross cures all. What that means is no matter how bad a person, my behavior, my activities, how I treat people, as long as my gross pays high enough, cures it all. Fixes everything. Gross cures all. Hey, you treat that. Don't worry about it. Gross cures all. Move on. And that's kind of that environment. And you actually thrive in that environment. Some of the, literally some of the smartest people I've ever worked with in the world are in that industry. But there's a brokenness there that's kind of hard to walk through. So in my time in the bank, I wasn't sinning. I wasn't doing anything crazy. But I definitely wasn't in alignment with God. I definitely wasn't straight up, hey, God's leading me. I'm going here. It's like, God, I got to go make this money and whatever I got to do to get it, just forgive me on the other side. Some people live like that. Everybody ever do that? Everybody ever make a deal with God? Just let me get away with this. And then on the other side, bless my behavior, even though I'm, even though I'm disobedient. Bless my results, even though I didn't do it the right way. Bless my family, even though I didn't lead them the right way. We make compromise with ourselves, and that alignment can really throw you off. My issue was trust, personally. I didn't believe in the sonship that God had. I didn't understand that all the things I wanted from him, I didn't have to hide to get them. I thought I had to go over here and do this and do the things I need to do. Then God could come in my life. No, he's right in front of you. You can't hide. Adam tried. <laughs> it doesn't work. You can't hide from God. So my first verse, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. How do you do it? Coach time, right? It's really hard. Ready? Read your Bible and pray. Sounds simple, but how many of you guys reach for Google for answers instead of the Bible? How many look for affirmation to your left and your right instead of getting your knees and praying to the word? So it sounds simple, but I didn't do it. That's why I'm sharing it with you so you can. And you'll know because you'll start to have this dialogue with yourself and you'll hear clearly from God and be like, oh, this way, that relationship, that opportunity, that job. Okay, that's where I'm supposed to be. So that positioning yourself with God will guide you so fast through life. You'll be like, well, how did I get here so fast? Because now you're in perfect alignment. There is no penalty. You know where you're supposed to be vertically and horizontally in life, in the field that matters. Got me? All right. I was just number one, by the way. Second, second A, assignment. I got big hands, sorry. <laughs> the definition of assignment, a specified task or amount of work assigned or undertaken as determined by an authority. Now, in football, it's real simple. I'm going to put my grill in your chest and take everything from you. <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> I love that game. What is my job? What am I going to do? Where am I going to go get out here and get it done? And if 11 guys are doing this, success is inevitable. It's what we should expect, just like in the world, just like in church. If everybody's doing their assignment, 
It's super easy to build 16 campuses. It's easy to go save a city. It's easy to get the crap we're seeing in the schools out of it. Because we're all aligned. We're all going the same direction. We're not standing under these dominations. Well, our denomination says this, and this guy says that. What did Jesus say? What the words say? What assignment did he put on you? What are you going to do? Second question. Do you know whose you are and why you're here? Everybody here is a child of God. Destined to impact the world with your presence. Please stop spending energy digging through the past, judging yourself for what you didn't do, didn't say, or even dangerous living in the now, just trying to make it through the end of the day, just trying to, oh, it's almost over, the day's almost over. Or the scariest people for me are those people that just look so far in the future that two wings pop out their back and they turn into idea fairies <laughs> and don't do anything now. They're so focused on the future. What are you doing? You're not helping anybody. You're just floating around, crapping on my windshield. <laughs> Sorry. I get excited about the idea fairies bother me if you couldn't. That's not clear. <clears throat> so be a good steward with the place and the people and the things you have now. Right now. That's your assignment. Right now. Those people, those relationships, those lives you're impacting now. Not the relationship later. Not can, what this person can get me to that person. Not what if I do this. I'm not talking about investment. That's different. I'm talking about taking care of who's in front of you right now. So our first emerging VISTA, Pastor Jurgen decided to make me a captain. I wasn't very happy about this because, number one, I don't like dirt unless I get to throw it at people. And number two, the first emergency we went to last time had a pool event, and I don't swim. So now I'm a captain. I'm going to be forced into this pool. I'm, like, going through all stuff in my head. But what it really came down to and what really messed me up, I had never led men biblically. What I realized is all of my leadership and all of my modeling of doing things was either in the streets, on the field, or in my frat. All of those places, guess what? There's a barrier to entry. You're coming in our affiliated organization? We'll call that. You got to do some things <laughs> to get here. You got to wear the same colors I do. You got to talk like I do. You got to know the literature I do. You want to play on my team? You got to get through camp. You got to make the team. You earned your right to the field. I know, I know what you had to do because I just did it with you. We fought with these guys. We battled with these guys. We bled with these guys. There's a certain camaraderie amongst this group. I don't know how to handle 30 dudes I don't know. This is the old days of merge where you didn't pick your team. You just showed up. They're like, oh, here's your 30 guys. Here's your wristband. Go lead them. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Thanks, Pastor Jurgen. That's exactly what I was looking for this weekend. <laughs> and every excuse came up. My son, Champion, was up for state champions for wrestling. I was like, I'm his coach. I can't not send him. My wife ended up driving to coach him that weekend. That's, there was things at stake. There was, thing, there was a cost to do this. So as I learned in the kingdom really quickly, the guy I saw in the mirror wasn't the guy God saw. That's not the guy that whispered in Jurgen's ear to send me as a captain. That wasn't the guy that 
looked like he didn't really belong on that field, and certainly not as a captain among all these super Christians on Advocare and Spark, right? <laughs> it was like, sorry, some of you guys had flashbacks. But for me, I said, okay, well, Pastor Jurgen has assigned me this role. He must see something. Worst I could do is go out here, I just be myself. That's Pastor Jurgen, just be yourself. So we end up winning, being ourselves. <laughs> go out and knock people down. So the verse I want to share from you is from the Message Bible. That's the girl's Bible because there's extra words. <laughs> it's not? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess just another version. My fault. <clears throat> Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, 25, 26. The way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding how our lives together as a church. Every part depends on every other part. The parts we mention, the parts we don't. The parts we see, the parts we don't. If one part hurts, every part involved is in the hurt. And the healing. If one part flourishes, every other part enters in exuberance. Coaching point. How? Really hard. Serve and be discipled. Be responsible for something in the kingdom, for something, and to something. Find someone to be responsible for, find someone to be responsible to. It's really easy. Football is a simple sport. Bible says God didn't trick us. <laughs> he didn't try to trick us into how do we, what's my assignment? What do I do? What am I supposed to do? Hey, if you serve here and you're discipled there, you're going to get the impact. You're going to get the words. You're going to get the encouragement. And you're going to do the things you need to do. Now, ready for this one. Okay. Buckle your seatbelt. Everyone's job in the kingdom matters. Sometimes the trap is to only see the people up here and think that's all that matters. They're the ones that are getting celebrated. They're the ones that are getting excited. I'm just back in kids' church wiping diapers. I'm just in the junior high doing this. Well, guess what? Pastor Deshaun right here was an 11-year-old boy when I met him that I sponsored for the first youth camp, met Ash Matesius, look where he's at now. That's assignment, right? That's where you go. I didn't know that $175 was gonna do that, but I thank Lord for you, Deshaun, and all your water, the things you did. But that's a guy that understand disciple. That's a guy that came to serve. I promise you God sees it, I promise. Be grateful in today's assignment. Be grateful with today's people. Be grateful with today's discipleship and serving, the role you are in now, everywhere you go. I watched John and Becky clean bathrooms and park cars long before I seen them on a stage. Way before. In the kingdom, you might be handed a broom before you're handed a mic. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and if you can't sweep, or you're too good to sweep, why would I give you people to take care of? If you can't take care of people, why would I bless you with more? In one of my uh, previous associations, I got to meet Montel Williams. Not in the greatest situation. I was doing a little stint with a state fund. And he said something to us. He said, you know what? You know why you guys are here? It's because you make bad decisions. The more bad decisions you make, the less we allow you to make. 
So you end up in solitaire 23 hours a day in the shoe, secure housing unit, because you're not allowed to make any more decisions. I can't trust you. I can't assign anything to you. I can't give you anything. I'm just going to take it all away, including your own ability to make decisions. That's what happens if you're not aligned with this. If you don't understand, this is what my alignment is. This is my assignment. I'm going to do it today. This is what matters. So the last thing I want to say about this is don't be afraid to fail in the middle of trying to serve. And what does that look like? It looks like this. I've been assigned to an area I don't have the heart for. I don't feel it. I don't understand why I'm here. Guess what? My grandma says all team, obedience does not require comprehension. It really doesn't. You don't have to know. Just go do it. Serve as hard as you can. Me coaching girls soccer is probably not a good assignment, but I bet you they're going to be the fastest, toughest, meanest, most violent girls soccer team in San Diego. I can tell you that. I don't know how many girls are going to score, but there's going to be a lot of blood on the field. <laughs> That's how I coach. That's what's going to happen. So, and this leads right to my last point. The last day. Attack. This is my favorite one. We're going to be here for a while, so get ready. The definition of attack. To begin to work on or deal with something in a determined and eager way. That's attack. Why am I smiling? Because I love this part. I love it. I, could, I, I, was, I, I grew up wanting to be an Olympic wrestler. So all I wanted to do was wrestle Olympics. Probably about 10th grade. <laughs> I lost to the same kid every year since seventh grade. He finally graduated. I was like, oh, thank gosh. He's gone. I can win again. This is great. Then he went to Iowa and went 3-20 and 20 in college. And I was like, 20 people beat him? I'm not going to Olympics. Let me go find that football coach. He's like, Andre, I'm so glad you came. You get to hit people in the face and get paid to do this for the rest of your life. I'm like, why do you tell me this five years ago? I'd have done this a long time ago. Because <laughs> football players are taught to exert their dominance, to go after the opposition. If you ever play for me, it right before the point of impact is where I want you to accelerate. I want you to run at the problem. I want you to go get it, get after it, make it run from you, chase it out of your life. Get that guy to quit. Tell him, get him to sign up for lacrosse after this game. That's how I coach the game, okay? I don't want that guy in my field. And the hardest thing, especially in today's society, is the minute we feel resistance, the minute we feel pain, we think it's time to shift. Parents out there, dads, 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 let your kid have some pain. Let your kid have some resistance. Teach him how to fight. The lion and the bear before we kill Goliath, right? What if you shot the lion and the bear for him? What's your, what did David do then? Is David on that field against Goliath? His, his dad took him out for him? Stop doing this to these kids, man. I'm coaching these soft kids now. Where everything that happens to them, here's a pill, here's a paper, here's something. Take them out. Why? Because it got hard? Life is hard, man. You might as well deal with it. You get to come out here with 40 of your friends and run through this difficulty together. We're going to learn these. We're going to attack this together. We're going to go after this opposition together. 
you get to have a friend and a brother as we go attack this. Why? What was the last point? Discipleship. If you're in alignment, you're in discipleship, you're serving, you're ready to attack, and you know when to attack. You know what to attack. Because guess what? Not every fight is yours. Now, question time. Do you move yourself eagerly towards kingdom and away from the enemy with aggression and intent? You're a warrior. You're a winner. Why are you going backwards? Why are you giving them territory? Why are you letting this lifestyle flourish instead of God's word? Why aren't you knocking everything down that doesn't line up with the kingdom? I should see evidence of battles won throughout your life. Even if they're little ones, because the little ones become big ones. The more problems you solve, the more problems you solve. <laughs> the bigger they get, the platform gets bigger. The stage gets bigger. The fight gets bigger. God's always the biggest, though. So no matter what that looks like, I promise you God's bigger. Your challenge is believing that he is. Your challenge is wondering, is God going to actually show up this time? Because last time, I got a bloody nose. Last time, I ended up in divorce. Last time, my business failed. Last time, my kid ended up in rehab. Last time, last time, last time. Get up, man. Shake it off. You're equipped, just like in football. We put all those pads on you so you can run through stuff. You can't get hurt with God. What happens? Blow the whistle. Next play. Line up, baby. Let's go. Put you on your back. What are you letting the enemy of your life for? He doesn't want this fade. I promise he doesn't want this fade. That's why he roams around for those he can. You want to be prey? I don't want to be nobody's prey. No one in here should be anyone's prey. You're a predator. You get after it. I promise you. On the other side of that pain is what you're looking for. On the other side of that opposition is what you're looking for. Uh, we went through this during COVID. Our oldest son was trying to get finish out his recruiting for a senior year. We didn't know fo when football was going to be. I'm an IT guy. It's hard to do IT for businesses that aren't open. <laughs> they don't pay you usually to go to a closed door and shake it. I tried. It didn't work. I did not open it, though. I got that master key from Chicago. <laughs> Size 14, baby. <laughs> but that's, we don't live that way anymore, all right? We don't do that. We, if John prayed for me, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but I went into linebacker mode. I started knocking down everything I could that looked like it wasn't aligned with God. I was like, oh, I can knock that down. Nope, that's not how your family's supposed to be led. Nope, that's not how you're supposed to talk to your kids. Nope, that's not how you live your lifestyle. Nope, that's not how you steal. That's not how you steal. What do I mean by that? That's not how you win business. <laughs> Don't go steal it by lying deceiving and trying to get after things that you don't really belong in. I learned really quickly, if I just be me and lay with God, he's going to bless me. He's going to let me get up and knock the things down I need to knock down. I really need you to understand this part. If you're attacking for God and with God, it's literally impossible to lose. It might feel like you're paused. It might feel some pain, but you're not losing. You haven't lost. This isn't over. So, last verse. 
Corinthians 10, 4, 6, New King's Version. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and be ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. How do you do it? Understand that it's a war, and your life and legacy are at stake. The minute you come to that realization, everything will change. Everything changes when you realize this isn't a coast. This isn't a, a canoe ride at Disneyland. This is a battlefield. And if you don't think the enemy is out there, he's out there. But your God is able. Take down depression. Take down poverty. Take down abortion. Take down lies. Take down whatever you see in your life. Like, this isn't supposed to be here. This is, I don't want this anymore. Bam. I don't want this anymore. Bam. Take it down. You're built for it. All of us are built for it. It's just a matter of doing that. Now, the hardest thing about this part, and Pastor Leanne did a great message. It's called Daddy Jobs. Please listen to it. Where does your part in, and where does God's take over? But here's what I can promise you. It's not in the posture you're in now. It's not sitting on your butt wondering. That's not the posture to figure out what God's going to do. Your posture is running through things until you look up and say, I've left it all. I have nothing else to give, God. i got to give this to you. Is this your time? And he'll answer because you're in alignment. You have an assignment. So, of course, he's going to show up in the attack. He has to. That's biblical. So you got to pray for that confirmation. Oh, God, is this mine or is this yours? Is this where I'm supposed to be fighting? Or am I just hitting my head in the wall when I should be over there? Am I aligned right? <laughs> am I assigned in the right place? Or am I fighting an attack that I should? It was never my fight. It was never my fight to begin with. All right, church. I'm almost done. So... <laughs> I hope out of all of this, you understand how much God loves you and how much he's for you and the father's intent for the playbook of your life. And I think the hardest thing is for me was sonship on Father's Day. What a great topic. Some of us have a hard time being sons and daughters. Some of us don't understand that that because of whatever happened in that relationship, you're not really to receive that blessing from the Father. You're not really confident or have the trust that he's really for you, that he's really here to do your bidding through his strength. Because those desires in your heart are from him. So why would he put that in your heart and then say, no, just joking, you can't have that. He's not the deceiver. He's not the one telling you do this, but just joking, you don't have the resources. He's saying, do this until the resources show up. Do this and let me show up, right? Now, if there's people here that don't know this God or Jesus we're talking about, we'll have an opportunity to get that straightened out. But I do want to really pray for you guys before I leave. And before that, align yourself with God. Understand your assignment and get on the tack for the things he has in store for you, the things you've been dreaming about, the things you've been praying about, the things that were promised to you, the things that seem dead. Get 
in the fight. Stop waiting. He's waiting for you to move. He's waiting for you to get up or get on your knees. That's the two ways to win. I'm on my knee in prayer. I'm running through something I'm supposed to. That's the two best postures to be in. In football, we call it good stance. You got a great stance. You got a great Christian stance, son. You got a great Christian stance, daughter. You're, we're going to do things with this. We're going to celebrate these wins together. All right. Turn your hands towards heaven. We pray for everybody real quick. Lord God, you see these people with their hands up, reaching for your perfect peace and love on this Father's Day. Let them feel your divine embrace and remind them that you sent your one and only son to die for all their sins. Every one of us need to hear, see, and feel you and your fatherly love in our lives. I command a father's blessing of connection to your divine and holy ways and let your voice be the only one that echoes in their ears as they come in alignment with you and their word. Let the sounds of angels rejoice when they find their assignment. And let the enemy's blood flow as they attack and destroy the things that are not of you in their lives. I receive this perfect, undying love for us. I pray for a blessing of hedge of protection over everyone here and their families. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.